Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Immediately after this song, that is exactly at 7 o'clock, we'll be crossing over to Pimville Grace Bible Church, where uh, there is this uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, event. It's called the Wet Explosion uh, Coming. Is that Coming Home? Uh, some, I think like Geek Coming coming Home event. Say. So it's happening. You can watch them on their uh, they are online as we speak. Uh, so at 7 o'clock, we'll be crossing over uh, to Grace Bible Church. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Hallelujah. Let your anointing fill us tonight. Even those who are watching by way of television, those listening on radio, those who are joining us via social media, those who are streaming in the different churches across the country, Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah, my name is Sekarabore de Beriaraba. Ah, Eris. Erebakotoro Sekaribere. Oh, Ebesakos. Zerebakorebere. Ah, Bakotorebesikarebere. Fill us to overflowing, God. Comfort us from our burdens. Comfort us from our troubles. Strengthen us in our time of weakness. Raise us up. Wipe away our tears. Strengthen our feeble arms. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. Bande Bodo Oh my goodness. Presence of the Lord is in the house tonight. I said where two or three are gathered together in the name. That's what the Bible says. There is. That's why we are here in person. We are here in the flesh. We welcome all of you on Soweto TV, Radio Pulpit, all the social media platforms, all the churches around that are joining our branches. Grace Word Church in Klexdorp, we welcome you. We welcome everybody who's joining us tonight. We want to welcome our guest speaker who's going to be preaching a pre-recorded message that he sent specially for this conference. He is the presiding bishop of Living Water Global Churches and Restoration Bible Churches Worldwide. He operates in prophetic and apostolic ministry. He is the author of several books, including Invading the Babylonian System. Bishop Nwaka is also an international conference speaker, senior pastor of prophetic powerhouse Kitwe Zambia. He is married to Genjiwe uh, Nwaka and has four daughters and five grandchildren. I tell you, we are closing on a treat tonight. Let's give a powerful welcome to Bishop Bernard Nwaka. Christ. It is a privilege once again to come to you and share the word of the Lord. I appreciate what has been arranged by my brother, the servant of God, uh, Bishop uh, Musa Sono, in this great conference. And I pray that the Lord will speak to you, speak to me, and speak to all of us. Let us pray. Father God, I want to thank you for this wonderful time that you have given me to bring forth your word in this great conference. I pray, dear Lord, that your word will be able to bless your people, all those who are in this conference and beyond around the world. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will minister to each one of us in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are having a theme in this conference, pressing on in challenging times. Pressing on in challenging times. There has never ever been a time when the church, the body of Christ around the world, went through such a time. The church of the Lord has been subjected to a time unprecedented. I really believe God allowed this because God believes in his church. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, when God allowed the enemy, when God allowed the enemy to bring all the trials and all the attacks on Job. It was just because God believed in Job. And that's why God said, take away. Do everything. You can touch everything but except his soul, except his life. It's because God believed in the substance. He believed in what he had invested in job and that's why i really believe when god allows us situations in our lives in the church in the nation it's because god believes what he has built pressing on in challenging times simply means we are not going to quit simply means we are not going to give up simply means we will hold on simply means there is no power that can be able to stop us from achieving that which God has called us. That's why I really love the theme, pressing on in challenging times. So in other words, challenging times cannot stop you and they cannot stop me. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 to 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But I press on to take hold of it. I press on to take hold of, of it, which Jesus Christ has already prepared for me. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. Again, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So in other words, it is critical, it is crucial that even when there is opposition, even when things are rising up against you, that you press on. So it is a responsibility that you have, that we have as a church to position ourselves to press on. So in other words, we are simply unstoppable. In other words, there is nothing that can stop us. And I know the devil has been so excited and using what has been happening around the world, especially COVID-19, the coronavirus, the lockdowns that we have had in our nations and everywhere. And many people, of course, in some nations they are allowed, but still, even when they are allowed, they have stopped coming to church. So the enemy is so excited thinking, I'm going to destroy the church. But I really believe this is a time when the church is going to come out better, stronger, and refined. I really know that there will be men and women who, will, who may not survive. But I believe that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ will survive. And it will come out stronger. And it will come out even more powerful than it was before. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 to 9. We are hard pressed on every side. We are hard pressed on every side. But we are not crushed. And that's why I want to speak to you, my brother and my sister. It's not only the church, it is your life. What you have been going through, what you have experienced at home and in many places. It could be your business. It could be the things that you have been going through. You can be hard pressed on every side. Things not working out at work. Things not working out at home. Things not working out with your children. 
things not working out in your business things not working out in your relationships pressed from every side but not crushed even the church pressed from every side but we are not crushed and of course we are perplexed by the many things that are happening but we are not in despair in other words we are not quitting we are not giving up our life we are persecuted because the enemy has taken advantage of it and persecuting the church and some governments have taken advantage of it persecuting the church but we are not abandoned it's not our church it is the church of our lord jesus christ who said i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail i do not know what you're going through i don't know what you're going through my sister but i want you to know that god has called you to press on do not give up and do not quit under the same theme pressing on in challenging times i want to share on the reason why the church will survive in the challenging times the reason why the church will survive in challenging times. It is just because Jesus said it. How did he say it? He said it in Matthew 16 and verse 18. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. So in other words there is no power. There is no principality. There is no scheme. There is no demonic strategy. There is no Lucifer that is able to overcome that which Jesus Christ has built. So the reason why the church will survive in these challenging times. Number one, it's because Jesus said it. And the very reason why. And the very fact that Jesus said it, it simply means it becomes law. It is a word established. So no matter what the church will go through, no matter what the nations may go through, the church of Jesus Christ will survive these challenging times. I know there are so many people who have been affected. I know many of our churches around the world, the body of Christ has been affected. It has been a trying moment. Income has gone down. People have stopped tithing. And many others have stopped giving. And they don't even come to church. But I still want to let you know. Whether you tithe or you do not tithe. Whether you give or you do not give. Whether you come to church or you do not come to church. Jesus said he will build his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. That's why I believe number one. Jesus said it. The very fact that Jesus said it, the church will survive. The church will come out stronger. The church will come out powerful. And I see you coming out. And I see the church coming out vibrantly. And they will say, we thought they are finished. We thought they are scattered. We thought they will never come again. We thought they will never gather. And they will be amazed. They will be shocked. The church, church halls will be full. And they will be even more than they were before. Because it is not our church. It's the Lord's church. No one can kill the Lord's church. Number three, it is built on a solid foundation. The church of Jesus Christ is built on a solid foundation. That's why it will survive and that's why we are going to press on even in the challenging times number four the reason why the church of jesus christ will survive in these challenging times it is because it is a building the church of jesus is a building Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say something very important. That there is a very big difference between a building and 
a gathering. There is a very big difference between a building and a gathering. We have built gatherings and we have not built a building. What we call the church, many times it is a gathering of spectators. There is a very big difference between the church of Jesus and church gatherings. And I must admit, church gatherings will be affected. But the church of Jesus cannot be affected. Because there is a difference I greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is a privilege once again to come to you and share the word of the Lord. I appreciate what has been arranged by my brother, the servant of God, Bishop Musa Sono, in this great conference. And I pray that the Lord will speak to you, speak to me, and speak to all of us. Let us pray. Father God, I want to thank you for this wonderful time that you have given me to bring forth your word in this great conference. I pray, dear Lord, that your word will be able to bless your people, all those who are in this conference and beyond around the world. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will minister to each one of us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are having a theme in this conference, pressing on in challenging times. Pressing on in challenging times. There has never ever been a time when the church, the body of Christ around the world, went through such a time. The church of the Lord has been subjected to a time unprecedented. I really believe God allowed this because God believes in his church. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, when God allowed the enemy, when God allowed the enemy to bring all the trials and all the attacks on Job. It was just because God believed in Job. And that's why God said, take away. Do everything. You can touch everything but except his soul, except his life. It's because God believed in the substance. He believed You're still listening to Radio Puppet, your daily companion, of course. Okay, we're going back to the... In challenging times. It is just because Jesus said it. How did he say it? He said it in Matthew 16 and verse 18. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. So in other words, there is no power, there is no principality, there is no scheme, there is no demonic strategy, there is no Lucifer that is able to overcome that which Jesus Christ has built. So the reason why the church will survive in these challenging times, number one, it's because Jesus said it. And the very reason why, and the very fact that Jesus said it, it simply means it becomes law. It is a word established. So no matter what the church will go through, no matter what the nations may go through, the church of Jesus Christ will survive these challenging times. I know there are so many people who have been affected I know many of our churches around the world, the body of Christ has been affected. It has been a trying moment 
income has gone down. People have stopped tithing. And many others have stopped giving. And they don't even come to church. But I still want to let you know. Whether you tithe or you do not tithe. Whether you give or you do not give. Whether you come to church or you do not come to church. Jesus said he will build his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. That's why I believe. Number one. Jesus said it. The very fact that Jesus said it. The church will survive. The church will come out stronger. The church will come out powerful. And I see you coming out. And I see the church coming out vibrantly. And they will say. We thought they are finished. We thought they are scattered. We thought they will never come again. We thought they will never govern. And they will be amazed. They will be shocked. The church, church halls will be full. And they will be even more than they were before. Because it is not our church. It's the Lord's church. No one can kill the Lord's church. Number three, it is built on a solid foundation. The church of Jesus Christ is built on a solid foundation. That's why it will survive. And that's why we are going to press on even in the challenging times. Number four, the reason why the church of Jesus Christ will survive in these challenging times it is because it is a building the church of Jesus is a building ladies and gentlemen I want to say something very important that there is a very big difference between a building and a gathering there is a very big difference between a building and a gathering. We have built gatherings and we have not built a building. What we call the church, many times it is a gathering of spectators. There is a very big difference between the church of Jesus and church gatherings. And I must admit, church gatherings will be affected. But the church of Jesus cannot be affected. Because there's a difference between gatherings and the church. When you read the word of the Lord in Matthew chapter 7 verse 25. Jesus gives a parable. Of one who had built on sand. The material was the same. But he built on sand. And another one used the same material. But he built on the rock. In Matthew 7 verse 25. The Bible says. The rain came down. The streams rose. And the winds blew. Beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Same houses, very imposing, looking attractive and beautiful. So it's not how we look, it's not how we appear, it's not how many we are. But the question is the foundation upon which you have been built as a Christian. The foundation upon which the church or the gatherings, what we call church, has been built on. Because time will come. And in fact, it has come. When the rain came down. The rain came down both on a house that was built on sand. And on a house. That was built on a rock. The rain came down. On the sand. The streams rose. And the winds blew. And beat against the house. So Jesus is trying to use. A figurative language. That there will be times in life. When the rain will fall. 
when the winds will blow against your house when the winds will beat against the house in other words the things that would cause the house to fall the things that would cause a christian to fall the things that would cause the organization to fall will come you cannot bind the rain you cannot bind the streams you cannot bind the winds and you cannot bind all these things there are certain things that god just allows i know we have prayed and i know we have tried to bind covid 19 and we have really prayed and i believe god has heard our prayers and answered our prayers but god has allowed it to beat why has God allowed the rain to come down, the streams to rise, and the winds to blow, to beat against the house? Why? Because he believes in the foundation. God wants to test the quality of the church, the quality of the material that we have used to build. I want to tell you what we have called church is not church. It is gatherings of people just a gathering they come to church to feel nice they come to church because it is convenient to come to church and when attacks come and challenges come they stop coming to church they stop giving even when the the, 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 the laws and the rules or the government or the lockdowns are in place the church is still in place. We may not gather, but we are still committed to the vision. We may not gather, but we are still committed in our relationships. We may not gather, but we still are faithful to God. And we are faithful in the house where God has planted us. That's why I'm speaking to you, all those who are watching me on television. Wherever you are watching me, are you faithful in the house where God has planted you? Have you been faithful paying your tithes and sending your tithes? Have you been faithful sending your offerings even when you are not gathering because of lockdown? We have the technology. You can transfer your tithe from your bank to the church. We have the technology. You can send your offering to the church. Does it mean when there is a lockdown, our spiritual life also goes under lockdown? Does it mean when there is a lockdown, you stop to pray in your house? Does it mean when there is a lockdown, you stop tithing? Does it mean when there is a lockdown, you stop giving your offering? Does it mean when there is a lockdown, you stop sharing the word of God? Does it mean when there is a lockdown, you stop caring for one another? Does it mean when there is a lockdown, you stop even finding out how other brothers and sisters are doing? I believe what has happened is a challenge and it is a test to many pastors around the world. All of us are being examined what kind of material we have used to build the church. Because Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. The rain came down. The streams rose. And the winds blew just like the COVID has done. And beat against the church. Beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Jesus Christ is our rock and the word of the Lord is our rock. That's why there is no power. There is no power of witchcraft. There is no power of Freemason. There is no power of Lucifer that can destroy or that will destroy the church. And I see the church coming out stronger. I see the church coming out more powerful. I see the church coming out even more anointed. The Lord says in Isaiah 48 verse 10. 
I have chosen you in the furnace of affliction. I see the church coming out refined and better. I know we will lose some members. I know we will lose some members. I know we will lose some people. And I know we have even lost some because they were not part of the building. They were not part of the church. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, the reason why the church will survive in these challenging times, it's because Jesus said it. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. So Jesus said it. And number two, it is the Lord's church. Number three, it is built on a solid foundation. And number four, it is a building. It is a building. We have confused gatherings to the church. We say we have a church when we are counting on gatherings. Now look at this. In First Peter chapter 2 verse 5, the Bible says, We, you also like living stones. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. Listen to what I'm about to say. There is a very big difference between gatherings and the church. Gatherings will scatter, but the church will not scatter. You are living stones. And the problem we have had in the church, it's because in the body of Christ, we are a heap of living stones. A heap of living stones cannot become a building. I agree we have living stones. But I also agree we have not put those living stones into a structure. That would be called a building. I'm in a big building here. It's not a heap of stones. It's not a heap of steel. It's not a heap or a pile of, of iron sheets or blocks. It has been nicely set. There is a foundation. Then we have block upon block the steel is in the right place everything is in the right place and this is what peter says you also are like living stones we are stones the only difference is that we are stones full of life because we have jesus christ now being a living stone is not enough the bible says you are being built into a spiritual house and that's where the problem is we have not built we have gathered but not built we have preached but not built it's only churches that have been built that will be able to survive it's only churches it's only living stones that have been built into a building that will be able to press on in challenging times and survive challenging times that the church and the nations are going through are testing the work that we have done. And I want to ask this question to you on a personal level as a Christian and as a believer. Yes, you are a living stone. But have you allowed the Holy Spirit to work on you, to chisel you, to cut you, to take out all the rough edges? It is only the Holy Spirit that knows where you will fit in. You can come to church every day. 
You can come to church every Sunday and have a nice seat. That does not make you part of the building. Are you committed? Or you are a loose stone that can easily be blown away by the wind? Or are you a block or a brick that has contributed to the strength and strengthening of the church? Are you committed? You may not even be gathering because of lockdown. But you are still committed in the area of prayer. You are still committed in the area of studying the word. You are still committed. You can pick up your phone and call somebody and find out how they are doing. You are still committed praying for your pastor. You are still committed sending your tithe, paying your tithe. You are still committed sending your offering. Are you a living stone that has been allowed that has allowed the Holy Spirit to place you where you belong and where you ought to be? I must admit, many of what we call churches, they are not churches. No matter how big they are, no matter how small they are, they are simply preaching points. And how I pray that God will strengthen his church. And I know the church is going through a refining process. And I know the church is coming out stronger. But we must be ready that a few or some of those we thought we are living stones we are loose and may fall off the way. The reason why the church will survive in challenging times it's because number one, Jesus said it. Number two, it is the Lord's church. Number three, it is built on a solid foundation. Number four, it is a building. And number five, the church is a body. That's the reason why the church will survive. We are not just a gathering, but we are a body. We are a body. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 16, the Bible reads from him, the whole body joins. From him, the whole body joined and held together. By every supporting ligament. Grows. And builds itself up in love. From him. Who is Jesus Christ. The head of the church. The whole body has been joined. And take note of these two words. Not only are we joined, we are not loose. So in other words, there is no loose part of the body. My hand is held, joined to the body. My legs, my head, everything is joined together. Just like as I was talking about the stones, the beauty blocks, they are joined. But we now see it being spoken in a body form. The body has been joined. Are you sure, my brother, my sister, you are joined? It's possible to come to church, worship, lift up your hands, enjoy the word and go out, but you are not joined to the body. You do not receive nourishment. And you do not supply. You do not contribute to the well-being of the church. Not only are we joined, but the Bible says we are held together. So lockdown or no lockdown. COVID-19 or no COVID-19. The Bible says we are held together. 
churches these days have become like men and women going to watch a nice football match. They celebrate. They shout in the terraces. But when you go out, you are out. When you're in the stadium, you don't know even who is your neighbor. And when you leave that place, you are sure you will never meet that neighbor you had again. You don't, you don't care. And that's how the church is. And that's how it has become. It is just a gathering. We dance, we praise God. Yet we don't even know our neighbor. You don't know the one seated next to you. You don't even know what your brother is going through. You don't care. When you leave the doors of the church, you are rushing home. But that's not the church. That's a gathering. But when it comes to the church that Jesus built, it is not only a building, it's a body. We are healed together. And this has been a test during these trying moments whether we have been held together. There are others who have gone through tribulations. Others have lost their beloved ones. Others have lost their husbands, lost their wives, lost their children. Others have lost their jobs. Others have lost their income. And they are on their own. Nobody knows because the structure was built in such a way that we were sustained by a Sunday service we were sustained by a gathering I believe God is speaking to us I believe God is speaking to the church worldwide I believe God is speaking to the body of Christ that we re-examine ourselves have we been able to build according to the pattern which is the word of God I believe we have not built according to the pattern which is the word of God. We have built according to the worldly patterns, organizational patterns, but not the word of God. Look at what Ephesians 4.16 says, from him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament. So in other words, it's the ligament that supports the body. It is the ligament that holds the body together, the bones together, so that we are not falling apart as we are walking. Ligaments. Are we held together as a church? Look at this. Do we have spiritual ligaments as a church? And the Bible says, grows. So the church grows. The body grows. Lockdown or not lockdown, the church grows. Whether you meet or you do not meet, the church grows. And the Bible says, and it builds itself up in love. So that's where the, that's the atmosphere where the church grows. The church grows where there is love. If you like, the fish grows where there is water. It survives. And the church survives. Leaves. Our water is love. I pray that God would help us. By the grace of God, I've been pastoring now for 36 years. I have been pastoring for 36 years. I look forward, God willing, four more years to celebrate. Forty years, God willing. I remember when I was just about six years in ministry, pastoring, the Lord spoke to me one day. We never had a building. We were meeting at a school. And then the Lord said, suppose the government stopped you. And said, you cannot meet anymore at a school. Will your church survive? Will the church survive? 
I did not rush to answer or to give out that answer to the Lord. I thought about it and I said, no Lord, I don't think we would survive. Then the Lord said, then you have not built my church. You have a gathering and not my church. I did something very radical. I did something very radical. And I said, we are not going to have church for two weeks. We are not going to meet here. And we are going to meet in our homes. Divided the church. And prepared for about a month. And we met in our homes. And then we could only come in the afternoon just to celebrate. Ladies and gentlemen, that's when we experienced a phenomenal growth. The church doubled. And the people I baptized was just, the number of the people was unprecedented. The following year, I closed the church for, for one month. And I was able to baptize about 200 people and more. And from that time, we broke the ceiling that was causing the church not to grow. The Lord was saying to me, take the church to the people. Church is people. Take the church to their homes. Church is in their homes. Church is where people stay. We all have a gathering place. That's good. Because we need to gather together. We need the fellowship. We need the warmth. But church is not Sunday. Church is Monday. Church is Tuesday. Church is Wednesday. Church is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is church. Church is all about relationships. Very soon I will be closing. But I want to ask you this question. Have you been committed to the Lord Jesus? If you are not born again, if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, I don't care. You can go to the best church, whatever you might call the best church, nice buildings, anywhere. It will not help you. It all begins by having a relationship with Jesus Christ. It all begins by receiving Jesus Christ as your personal savior in your heart. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. And we were made to drink of one spirit. That's what makes church. There are several baptisms. Several baptisms. When you become a Christian, you become born again. When you become a child of God, you know what happens? The Holy Spirit takes you and baptizes you. Do you know where he baptizes you? Into the body. And what is the body? Relationships. The body is not something that you might say invisible. The body of Christ is visible. It's people. It is relationships. Men and women who are born again, who love Jesus, who are called living stones. He baptizes you there. And he wants you there. He connects you in a body. You become a part. That receives nourishment and passes nourishment to others. That receives life and passes it on to others. So he baptizes. Another baptism where Jesus Christ himself now baptizes you in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost baptizes you in the body. The first baptism. And then Jesus Christ baptizes you in the Holy Ghost. And then man Pastor, whoever, 
baptizes you in water. He immerses you in water. There are various baptisms. But the true church of Jesus Christ is the church that has gone through this baptism where the Holy Spirit picks you. Where the Holy Spirit takes you and baptizes you in the church. Have you been baptized into the church? Have you been baptized into the body of Christ? And I know you are saying, but that's a strange teaching. You are never baptized into the church. Yes, you are baptized in the church. First Corinthians 12, 13. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. That is the church. That is relationships. Where a commitment is demanded. You do not say, I'm going to be part of the church when I feel like. I'm going to worship when I feel like. I'm going to give when I feel like. I'm going to tithe when I feel like. It is in this moment. That we know who are the true living stories. And 657 AM and life. A winning team on the road to eternity. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Or WhatsApp zero six seven four two nine seven five six four, or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past thirty-eight years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Chaldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.